tweet at SFM Radio and at Patricia N. Dooley. Well, uh, let's welcome our guest, Reese Evans, who is a managing director at Alco Safe. We are talking about law enforcement campaigns that need to address drinking and driving in South Africa because it has become very apparent that we are consuming a bit too much and actually driving. Why don't you just consume and stay at home or consume and stay at the same place where you are or use an e-hailing service? No, I don't know why, but it is clear from research that uh, road users and the accidents and carnage that has been on our roads when blood alcohol uh, levels are checked in um, those who have been in accidents, um, 50% of them have had a high blood alcohol uh, concentration. Uh, let's welcome Evans now, um, uh, Reese, uh, to talk to us about this. Reese, thank you very much for joining us. Good morning. Good morning, Patricia. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be on the show. There's a transport month that's kick-started uh, by the Department of Transport and obviously it is a month to raise awareness and the importance of, uh, you know, transportation for the economy and safety on our roads. But we cannot ignore the fact that there's a, a lot of drivers who are drinking under the alcohol influence. Yeah, no, it's something that can't be ignored. Um, if you look at the research, uh, we, we really have a, a very high rate of um, drunk driving incidents in South Africa. Uh, it's unfortunately a, a, almost a culture that we have a very high drinking culture. So, uh, you know, if you've got those people on the roads at all times in a already risky environment, then adding alcohol to the mix just uh, multiplies that risk astronomically. Why is it that our our uh, drivers are not taking responsibilities on the road? Why are we not using e-hailing services? Why are we not afraid to take to the steering wheel and take to the road? Is it because there is not enough uh, law enforcement visibility? Um, yeah, Patricia, I think you, you've, <laughs> you're asking the right questions there. Why is this happening? And I think... Now, there's a there's a number of factors that contribute to it, but, but personally, um, with the experience that we have in working with companies, and you know, you can almost see a big company as a very small scale version of a country. What what we see is that even with very good laws or rules in place, unless there's visible enforcement and regular enforcement of those rules, people tend to ignore them. So, in, for instance, in South Africa, we have two drink driving limits. One is for professional drivers um, with a PDP license, which is quite low, 0.01 milligrams per litre. And then we have a, a private driver's limit, which is 0.05, um, oh, sorry, 0.24 milligrams per litre. Um, and those are very good limits. They are actually compared worldwide to other countries, very reasonable, quite low, but we still have very high incidence of, of drunk driving, and that's because those limits and those laws are not enforced visibly by police on a day-to-day basis, um, and because we don't have the education from a very young age, which really turns people off of drink driving because of dangerous, um, you know, the dangers that are there, um, and also because of the fear or the deterrent effect of, of visible enforcement. Mm. Now, okay, let's break it down. Okay, let's break it down for the listener. When we are talking about normal and lenient alcohol um, blood levels uh, that are acceptable, how many glasses of beer or wine or tots of whiskey does that translate to? Because maybe we are thinking, if I can still see and walk straight, I'm still fine. Yeah, (laughs) 
I think you're right. So again, it's part of the education that needs to be brought in to get an awareness. Um, in a, a number of countries, they're actually required. So they talk about units because talking about a glass or a beer um, can be misleading because you know some people drink a glass of wine that's 130 mils. Another person will drink a glass of wine that's like a small vase and it's it's 500 mils <laughs> in that big glass. So we rather talk about units of alcohol, um, and that makes it universal. So um, in certain countries, they require to put the unit, how many units is in that bottle. That's a really good idea. So rather than saying, I drank two beers, but two, one person drank two quarts, the other person drank two two dumpies, you know, two different sizes, we'd say I had four units of alcohol or I had one unit of alcohol. So an easy way to, to understand this is that um, a 350ml beer, uh, about 5% alcohol, so that's a normal can size um, or normal dumpy size. That is a unit of alcohol. That's one drink. Um, a, a normal driver, um, public driver, you know, not, not professional driver, you can have approximately, depending on your weight and how fast you drink, um, you can have approximately two drinks and you'd be on the border. So two two normal cans of beer and you'd be on the border of the, the drink driving limit. Um, a person who drinks wine, 130 mils is approximately a unit of alcohol. So two glasses of 130 mils is, is already at your limit. Um, and if you drink uh, brandy or whiskey or anything like that, uh, approximately um, one and a half tots is, is a unit of alcohol. So three tots um, would be would already be at your, your drink driving limit. Hmm. All right. I hope you got that right as you are listening and you made notes. Don't assume that because you can walk straight and stand on one leg, all things are well with you. Please send us messages. How can we curb this uh, negative culture of drinking and driving? 086-000-2032 or you can send a WhatsApp to 0614-104-107. After the break, we come back with more with uh, Reese Evans. Uh, good morning, Mum African Tuli, and good morning to your guest. So this topic is very close to home because I've had I've lost a couple of friends uh, through drinking and driving, and uh, actually I'm a graffiti artist, and I would like to offer my skills uh, to do an awareness campaign of drinking and driving for free. Um, yeah, for for this course because I also co-own over 200 walls and I think uh, this would also help uh, in terms of, um, yeah, as an awareness, raising awareness in all our communities. Uh, Thank you. Bye. Thank you very much for uh, coming in to offer such a beautiful campaign um, and offering your skills absolutely free of charge. Reese. This is something that can really uh, cause a change, right? Where South Africans, ordinary South Africans say, I've got the skill, I'm putting my hands up, just like this A-team who sent a voice note saying, I'm willing to use my graffiti skills and also the walls that I own to start putting out campaigns uh, for drinking and driving. Uh, Can can you work with such people at Alco uh, Safe? Yeah, I mean, that's wonderful. You know, I think that's exactly where we need to start, working with people, because it's people and word of mouth and regular conversation um, and regular, you know, discussions around this topic where it becomes taboo, it becomes a bad thing, where it's frowned upon to drink and drive. Um, And that's through, you know, 
the general public talking to one another, teaching kids, families, friends about this problem. So, yeah, we, you know, that's excellent. We could definitely work um, with this gentleman and we can give the right information through. We can design a campaign together mm. and, um, yeah, get people talking about it, get it into the front of their minds and, and, and make it something which is, you know, really an uncomfortable thing when you when you're around people that are, are drinking and they they want to drive then you know the automatic reaction from everyone in the room should be no you're not going to do that and sure, how could sure. you even think about that and that's the point where we want to get to where um you know it naturally it's something which people are not wanting to do which mm. is, is not unfortunately not the case at the moment so um our producer nokanya is going to give you this caller's number please coordinate something i look forward to seeing these uh, wall murals and uh, graffiti that are a campaign against drinking and driving. I'm going to the lines. Uh, Colin in Cape Town, good morning. You know, we got a culture of drinkers. You know, the law has got to be more strict. If somebody is caught drinking and driving, straight away there and then, the car must be confiscated, even if he's got passengers in, and he must go straight to jail and sit there for a couple of days before he appears in court and found guilty, he's got to get the, the harshest penalty that you can give. They've got to bring a law into that. And um, the insurance companies should not should be notified of these people that are drunk driving caused accidents. Mm. You know, Colin, it's not that that there is no law enforcement. The law enforcement is there, but it's not being enforced correctly. And during the break, I was saying to the team um, that um, uh, there's so many people that you can see they're coming out from a club and obviously they're intoxicated and they'll go right past, scot-free. Nothing has happened. So I don't know whether it's the the cold drink effect that we still yeah. have in South Africa and that's what we need to, to curb and out. And now Patricia, mm. Patricia, another thing to is, imagine now we've been a four day working week, we're going to increase where a person drank two days, three days. Ah, wait Colin, wait, wait, a four working week, four day working week, let's let's not vote against this one please. I'm just because let's not vote against this one, please, Colin, because a lot of people work so hard and they would do with an extra day. Uh, but, yeah, we don't want to increase uh, uh, excessive drinking. Let's go to Jackie in Kempton Park. Good morning, Jackie. Uh, good morning, Patricia. Uh, thank you. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah, go ahead, Jackie. Yeah. Uh, for me, Patricia, the, the main problem in our country are policies uh, yeah, policies that are being done because, uh, for example, organized crime, even people who are going to drink, there's not enough uh, de- deterrent. Uh, if people don't find to say, we have done this first time, or every year thing happens, to say two months in jail, no bail, everything. So, but however, to do that, they say, we talk about constitution, talk about rights, talk about democracy. But for me, right is only for people who do good things. It's not for, for people who don't do, uh, do a right thing. So, however, without revisiting all policies, will go nowhere. Uh, the issue of, of saying um, uh, enforcement, you enforce, yes, but however, when you go to court, they need to say schedule, schedule one, schedule six, something like that. If they are going to say six months in, in, in prison without bail, whatever, for drinking and driving, it will stop. Mm. So 
Yes, it will stop. So we need to change it because it's a, it's a song. Every year it's a song. Okay. Thank you very much, Jackie. Thank you. I'm coming to you now, um, uh, Reese. Uh, when is it a good time or a good age to start teaching young people about driving responsibly? I mean, um, we teach them how to drive. We teach them how to learn the road rules and signs. But we don't really talk to them about not drinking and driving. Um, yeah, Patricia, I've got young kids, very young kids, and what I've seen at a very young age is that kids generally model their parents' behavior from one. <laughs> so, you know, we're talking about a learned behavior here. Um, if you, as a parent, are drinking irresponsibly in front of your child, if you are then driving in front of your child and you're not talking to them from a very young age about it, it's going to be something that they grow up believing is acceptable. So, from the start, from the day your kids are born, um, you should not be excessively drinking in front of your children and you should not be drinking and driving with your children in the car. Um, so from as young as possible is really where we need to get that message through. Uh, I, I have um, family, sisters that live in Australia and I can promise you when I go to visit them, drinking and driving is just something which they know is not acceptable and they are five, six, seven, and 15 years old. And, and they know that. They know that when they get in the car, the safety belt must come on. They know that um, when they, if they go out to a restaurant with their parents, they'll get an e-hailing service to take them home. And it's, so it starts as young as possible because you want to ingrain it into that child that this is a behavior which is not acceptable and then they will never question it. As we close off, it's Transport Month, as we said, and uh, what sort of campaign should we be looking out for from you as AlcoSafe? Yeah, so from where we're concerned, um, campaigns have been around for a very long time, and we're trying to see something different. You know, we're trying to encourage companies that are doing these campaigns or sponsoring these campaigns to try and take a different stance. So, so what we want to see, um, because you know the campaigns are there, they are reminding people of drinking responsibly, reminding people not to drink and drive. But as you mentioned that you spoke with your team, the enforcement of these laws um, is really what's going to make the difference. So what we would like to do this year is we're going to try and drive companies that normally spend a huge amount of money on advertising campaigns um, to try and take a little bit of that fund um, and allocate it to assisting police in enforcing the campaigns. So educating police officers properly on the laws which are there and how they can enforce them, um, and then sponsoring equipment. And Namibia has got a very good program, Mm. for example, where the breweries actually buy breathalyzers, a set number of funders allocated every year to buy breathalyzers for police nationally and um, pay for training for those police and the calibration, mouthpieces and so on and get them onto the road to enforce the, the campaign of no drinking and driving. Excellent. So Reece, and campaign, I, we need yeah. to hold it here for now, but sure. we'll continue watching out for your work at AlcoSafe. Thank you very much okay. for joining us. Thank you.